0: Don't forget to check out Nerd to Know Bases here on Phoenix 92.5 FM with myself, Darrow O'Connor and Bryn for everything nerd culture, video games, comics and so much more. That's Nerd to Know Bases, 5pm to 6pm every Saturday here on 92.5 Phoenix FM.
1: Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Centre, this is Phoenix FM.
2: The internet is a communications tool used the world over, where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd
3: Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
5: All your base are belong to us. Oh, it's a drop. Nine
4: thousand. The, the balls are inert. To do, 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 do. The and now it
0: begins. I am Dara O'Connor, joined in studio by Connor Manning and Jan Lynch. How are things, guys? Not too bad. Thank you, Dara. It's pretty cool, actually, to have a show during the day. We're basically going to be breaking down some really random stuff that's on the internet. And random pop culture references Coming up on the show, we're going to be looking at Transformers Briefly Newfound Glory, Power Rangers And of course, a new way of looking at Valentine's Day Which is the 14th day of February 2012 So lads, um, how are you? How are you keeping, uh, Connor? I'm keeping well, keeping alone this Valentine's Day Alone this Valentine's Day, I'm telling you It's the only way to be, it's the only way (laughs) to be I think so, you know, but if it's any help it, it's not really that it's more of a commercial thing it's more like love day in the simpsons it is yeah <laughs> i do like reading these uh
1: poems online though you know the variations on the roses are red theme oh, i've got a few sure. here if, if you want to hear them go <laughs> for it lot <laughs> <laughs> roses are red violets are crap i'm alone this valentine's day fap 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 fap
6: <laughs>
1: um, we've got roses are red violets are red everything's red retinal hemorrhage <laughs> <laughs> and roses are red violets are blue vodka costs less than dinner for two so that might be mine later on there's a couple more but they're uh, a little bit obscene yes of course i
0: i think they're doing the rounds on the interwebs particularly on facebook uh much like whitney houston jokes which we are not going to partake in no, i know no, no, I, no. I know the beats and pieces lads were having a good l time <laughs> With that, But we're, we're, we're going to take the high road and not do it But uh, if you are alone on Valentine's Day Don't worry about it Rent out a good Rent out Star Wars Star Wars is awesome No Then you're no, okay No, we're not renting out Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> Or go see in 3D I don't yeah, know, whatever yeah. But uh, John, how
6: are you keeping this I'm, I'm very good Apart from the, mo- the nosebleed I just had here in Unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. yeah Fifth one now on. um, Yeah, no, I'm very good uh, Looking forward to Valentine's uh, I haven't actually gotten my girlfriend anything yet. Uh, I'll have to Ooh. rush out of here pretty soon.
0: I'll <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> something. hopefully she's not listening to this. Uh, I hope yeah. not,
6: but well, I think well. her friend is. <laughs> <laughs> Elner, if you're listening, don't tell her, please. No, no, no. You got her something awesome. Yeah, oh yeah. Have her awesome right here. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. here. We're oh, seeing yeah. it oh, in the studio. Yeah. She's showing us so. now. Oh. I'm in awe. Oh, it's <laughs> nice, isn't it? There's a little lace thing there,
0: you know. you too much there, How are you going to live up to this? Oh, I don't know. Well, the first thing here, you know, moving on, so you don't get killed, John. Um, <laughs> is we're gonna look, play one of the greatest songs ever by one of the greatest musicians of all time, Stan Bush and Dare, because we're gonna break down where Transformers went wrong. So here it is.
5: Let's watch it
0: Talk
2: about Doll, Daniel.
4: Where
3: are we all Sometimes when you're
4: Oh,
2: lads, I
0: told you. You guys never heard this song before no, you know, Or Stan Bush And he is some man for one man Basically that whole movie In itself is awesome But when you, t- when you throw in the music And 80s nostalgia that is Stan Bush It just makes it so much better So needless to say When uh, Transformers 2007 came out I was like yeah this is going to be awesome you know, love Starscream, Optimus Prime is a hero you know, that You're going to have some really cool effects All that kind of stuff right Then what happened? Shia La LaBeouf the ruiner of movies, mm. the man single-handedly can destroy any franchise, any Wall Street, Indiana, Indiana Jones, oh
7: god,
0: anything. Yeah. Anything he puts, it's like he's a cancer. That's what he is. Shia Labeouf is a cancer to movies and <laughs> killed franchise. Bold statement, but true. It, it, true. I think it's true. I think it's true. What do you think, Connor? I completely
1: agree. Shia Labeouf. You actually don't need it to say any more about this movie. And he always seems to get the parts. That, I, where he can do that, he, it's like they're facilitating him in Hollywood,
6: mm.
0: enabling,
1: enabling, exactly <laughs> en- enabling soil en- en- neighbours That's what they are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, okay. On the whole, this the first one wasn't that bad. The first one, you know, IMDb gives a seven point two. Then they progress worse than that, right? So I will say that yes, I bought Transformers on Blu-ray because you know what, it looks phenomenal on Blu-ray. The effects are phenomenal. The story, well, look, it, it's a plot based on toys. So we really can't get upset about that, you know what I mean? But um, then it gets far worse. Transformers film. two, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Oh, I mean, the only thing I can remember about when those movies out is that there was a huge fuss made about Megan Fox and nothing else really about the movie.
0: It was Megan Fox, yeah. and don't get me wrong, you know, like most warm-blooded men. I like Megan Fox. Honestly, I actually don't find her attractive. She has weird man hands.
6: It's the it's the tats as well, man. Some of the tats. I don't like, like the tats either, but oh, the, yeah. it's the man hands that freak yeah. me out.
0: See that picture of her, like that meme online. That was the, <laughs> that, she was holding a venti coffee from Starbucks, yeah. and her hands were like, yeah, in covering the cup. It was so weird. It's like she's bigger hands than me. Oh, it's kind of creepy.
1: Although, think of what she could do with those hands.
0: That's true. That's true. Man. I don't really want to think of that. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of scary And no, creepy <laughs> No but t- to be fair Like you know she, she, you know she is hot You know But uh, she's not my cup of tea But you know She is hot And the, granted You can understand it But the second one The story was atrocious mm. The action scenes make no? It Made no sense the, It just was so All over the place When I actually Watched that movie I was so angry, I went to bed. You went to bed. I <laughs> went to bed at 8 o'clock and woke up the next morning. I was that upset by yeah. it. Did you have three or four coffees that morning? Oh, man. <laughs> I needed to do something. It was just horrible. This is my second cup of coffee today Uh-oh. in the space of two hours. So <laughs> We'll see. Um, Michael Bay, though. The man cannot make films. No. So is he, to bl- is, is he, wor- is he more to blame than Charlotte above? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd actually say so because I, when I was thinking
1: back to the first movie, I remember, I mean, the battle was pretty intense. The effects were great. But I can't really remember anything happening up to the battle. I mean, if if you had Star Wars and all you had were the the final scenes, the most epic battles from each movie, and you had none of the banter or none of the adventure leading up to that, you wouldn't
0: have a great movie. A very good point, yeah, because mm. it's just random lasers and stuff and explosions now it's in the plot but it wouldn't be as quote worthy you know mm. what
6: do you think John I don't know it wasn't really uh, I went to see the first one and I thought it was really good but then you're right when the second one came out it just went downhill from there mm. I mean it really wasn't my cup of tea either I have to say the animated series was absolutely amazing I yeah remember watching that as a kid like it mm. was it was like wow Transformers man that's, that's the way to be
0: well that's it on paper this thing should be amazing you know yeah. it, it should be one of the, the best movie series ever because you have the nostalgia fact everyone our age loved it you know my sister as well loved Transformers mm. You know, girls also liked it as well. So you yeah. had this big fan base because, hey, we all watched it. Maybe not the movie. You, you had to be really into it to see the movie when you were younger. I remember watching the movie. It destroyed my childhood with the end of it. Not going to ruin it. I already ruined it for Manning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the actual series or the movie, but I remember still playing with the toys. Yeah, the they toys were everywhere, also. you know. Yeah. it just the idea of it spawned so much in the heads of little boys and big boys like ourselves yeah. alike. And then... It just got ruined. It just somehow it fell
0: down along the way. Well, there was no point when you know the whole series was just over. Yeah, as it w- as it was when le- earlier on last year we had Transformers Dark of the Moon. Now, the mm. trailer for this looked phenomenal. It's I don't know what it is about the series. It's like it teases you all the way, going, this this is going to be great, <laughs> and then it's just not. Yeah. But Dark Dark the Moon came out. You know, had one of the best trailers. The air during the Super Bowl where, you know, they went off on the moon and it looked awesome. Then it came out. IMDb gives it 6.4.
6: Mm.
0: Not as bad as the, as uh, Revenge of the Fallen, but still. What did you think about this, Manny?
1: I didn't even go see it after the second one, I'll be completely honest. I
0: can't blame you, yeah. I can't blame you, I, I don't know why I went to go see it. I set myself up for this. Jan, did you see this movie? The second one. The third one. Oh, the third one.
6: Yeah, went in for about mm, 10, 15 minutes and then walked out. Did yeah. you get your money back? Uh, no, I didn't bother. Oh. Uh, I couldn't just, like, you know, you get that feeling you go to see a film and you literally, you walk out and then you want to, when you come out of it, you're like, God, you know, I feel like putting my hand into the till and just grabbing my money <laughs> and just saying, you know, I don't like this. So I wasn't happy with it, you know, but you can't really do that. So. But it was a waste of money. Well, yeah, they're all a waste
0: of money, but... Yeah. I, I, like to be fair this was a slight improvement but that's like saying I have this book of the feces here it's better than the book of urine you know? <laughs> that's basically what exactly, it is you know yeah, but totally, um, I'm sorry for getting crude there but that's basically what the story was if you got some people really like this movie I didn't like it I think it would just added more insult to injury you know they brought out new toys they made up uh, Autobots and Decepticons that weren't there they had the guy who played Spock Leonard Moy in there doing voices yeah. it was ridiculous you know, look if, if you're a Transformers fan buy the, the video, the Xbox game or the PC game uh, for, what's it called? Uh, War for Cybertron. Mm. That is awesome. It has all the old voices in it. It is the proper Transformers experience. And, you know, check out the movie with Stan Bush. So, lads, have we identified where the Transformers series went wrong? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go, lads. Uh, that's where that series went wrong. So we're going to take our next musical break here. And then I think we're going to be joined by... Belfield FM's other assistant station manager
7: The troll himself Ushin Boyce When we come back So here's Newfound <laughs> See I've actually never had a Nintendo console I had a Playstation And a Playstation 2 And that's it Do you guys ever have a Sega? Yep Sega Mega Drive My neighbours had a Sega Sonic was awesome Yeah yep.
0: Everything on the, the Mega Drive was awesome But no th- Basically this guy called Little Karibo Basically cut up Yu-Gi-Oh Right I'm going to play a little bit here and just kind of outline the best bits from the you Gilded series. So if you guys are in for a treat since you've never actually seen this show. So here it is.
4: Running! I have no idea how we got here, Soph. Aren't you supposed to be working for Pegasus? Why are you taking orders from Kaiba? I don't know. No. I'm going to complain about it on my live journal. These sunglasses sure make it difficult to see in the dark. But I refuse to take them off because I'm an American. And Americans always wear sunglasses. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm hungry. Wee. Now, Yuki, prepare to suffer defeat at the hands of my... I can't hear you. What? I said I can't hear you. Come back down. You look really silly up there. I don't understand what you're saying. I think I might be too high up. Look, when you're up there, I can't make out what you're... Does this help? Oh, a split screen. Yeah, that's much better. Oh my god, a giant rock. That's right, Kaiba. A giant rock. I can't believe what I'm seeing. A giant rock. It's a rock and it's giant. Yes, and that's not all. Come over here, Kyber, and prepare to witness something incredible. Okay, but it's going to be tough to beat that giant rock. What you're about to see will change your life forever. Oh, my God, another giant rock. More running. away. Run away! This is the worst honeymoon ever! This scene is surprisingly violent. Did you see that? I just tore that guy's f***ing arm clean off. Run! Get to the chopper. Hey, a bunch of creepy looking guys in cloaks. I think I'll run directly towards that. That guy looks just like me. And he has a blue eyes. Just like me. And he's an asshole, just like me! Don't look at his penis, don't look at his penis, don't look at his penis, don't look at his... Ah! I looked. Oh no, a supermodel! Why would there be gay people down here? Gay people like to hibernate in caves. I saw it on the Discovery Channel. Joey, that's bats! Bats. Gay people. Same thing. So you want to catch a movie later or? Rejected. I was unconscious for this next part, but fortunately I can still remember it. I'm here for my ballet classes. I should warn you, I look damn good in a tutu. Look, everyone, it's Uh, 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 skankity-slut-slut. I fell on my keys. And now to defeat the evil villain once and for all by throwing him carelessly in a random direction. Go, Millennium Frisbee! No! Twinkle. I'm bored again. This is going straight up my nose. Hey, Ah! Holy on a sandwich did did you just throw a harpoon at me um i didn't want you to leave and i wasn't sure how else to get your attention just ask just say hey yugi could you stay a little longer don't lob a freaking harpoon at me seriously that's like the rudest thing ever Hey, big brother, can I watch Spongebob? Shut up, Mokoba. I'm busy flagging YouTube videos to compensate for the fact that I have an extremely small penis. Come this way, Kaiba, and all will be revealed. Let me get this straight. It's been 24 episodes, and we're only just now explaining the plot. Does J.J. Abrams write this show or something? Wah! Wah! Baby Pharaoh wants milk! Somebody fetch me a nipple! Kaiba's in serious danger. See? These randomly colored bars indicate danger. Hello, we're Japanese teenagers. Referring to myself in the third person makes me a bad guy. I'm pouting. Exodia, obliterate! Ah! Ow! The hologram that has no physical presence somehow managed to knock me over. It is heavily implied that you are punching me. Bowie, where are you? Help! I'm being chased by warehouses! Uh Huh? In another few hours, the sun will rise. What the f*** does that mean? Since I'm such an advanced computer, I can make Pegasus' computer systems look like a really boring video game. Ah, the blue screen of death. My mortal enemy. Help, I'm being chased by the slowest dragon in the universe. Think of all the card games I'll never play. Oh no, it's Kyberzilla. I knew he'd come for me one day. If you think this is huge, then you should see my ego. Now sit at your master's feet like the dog that you are. But I don't want to be a furry. Silence! (laughs) Now!
0: So that's just some of the clips that are on YouTube. And you guys have never, ever seen this. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It's been online for years now.
7: My mind is blown. I know right My, my flowers have been gassed That's just brilliant
0: I know it, it, it is amazing And the guy who does it Little Crebo, Is an absolute genius And the weird thing about it Is it's just one guy
7: Who does all the voices Yeah
0: That's cool And the weird thing about it Is when you actually meet him in person I've assigned Little Crebo card from him mm-hmm. When you actually meet him in person he, he does it And it's really weird When you see him doing like, The female voices And the male voices It's really freaky How did you meet him? Um, at an anime convention okay yeah
7: <laughs> this is UCD and Beam, so. that's, that's true okay Wait, is he an Irish guy or were you in the States or what uh,
0: he's British okay so it was in London a couple of years back that's cool but uh, yeah do check it out there's all of season one season two season three and like four or five movies you can get them all on iTunes
7: I have a feeling that would be a hell of a lot funnier if you're like really drunk or something else
0: it's really funny I, it's, it's really funny anyway sorry Neil
7: um they did lots and lots of Yu-Gi-Oh! it seems. I do not remember that when I was in primary school. Well, I never was. I only remember some of it, but Yeah, well remember as well when Well we, sure that probably came out like about two or three years earlier, I suppose. In Japan, did it? Like what? it was like it's like as in the Yu Gi Oh series, like it was hardly Well same time release for US and Europe as No,
0: no, no. well in Japan it was out for like twelve years.
7: Yeah. And then it got it's, big over here. It's like the, the Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, it was a Japanese cartoon.
7: Yeah. And, no, and, and e- e- even the show they had was, uh, was Japanese. And the American show, the first series, the reason they never take their helmets off is because they're all Japanese actors.
0: And you, somebody was listening to the show last week. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, yeah. Somebody
7: reads a lot of Crack.com.
0: That's actually true, yeah. It was a, an original Japanese show they did in the first season, and that's why all the production values look like they're in Japan. No, because they are in Japan, <laughs> but for some reason they just intersplaced it with uh, with American actors. But the YouTube thing, the uh, YouTube thing originally, um, little Kribo loaded up everything on YouTube, and then it all got taken down. So it's all on iTunes. But Yu-Gi-Oh came over here in two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. That's when we started watching it properly, like me and my friends. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I was here earlier than that. Like that's when it really took over that's when the dent started showing it so that's when we started watching oh, it okay. so we had a lot of free time then
7: yeah <laughs> yeah it, it definitely would have been on before that when I was in primary school and I started that in 2000 I started secondary school in 2003 yeah yeah. I was so it, it was definitely on when I was actually a, yeah decade. maybe now that I think about it maybe there were quite a few consecutive years of Yu-Gi-Oh mm. I didn't pay attention to I never got the idea that like, they actually were playing a card game. They had, like, their arm up, and they were literally just playing cards, and the cards came to life or something? Yeah. I mean, like, I know it's a cartoon, but it's just a bit too unrealistic. Well, I work. mean, I can accept monsters living inside little balls that turn into lasers when they get healed, but cards coming to life was just one step too far for me.
0: That, that's where the line's drawn.
7: Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Cards can't come to life.
0: No, but remember, they actually continue on, Kaiba invented the idea that he played the card game, Right. And then he would play it, and holograms—they're holograms fighting, off oh, the card game. Okay. Because you actually get into this—that it originally duel Monsters, as it's called—they would play this game in ancient Egypt for the souls of the other person.
7: This was a children's show for the souls of the other person. How was the soul captured? If they just lost a card game, or go- did the loser have to like get sacrificed?
0: Yeah, they go go to this place called the Shadow Realm. Mm. and they'd use all this Egyptian iconography and stuff really really dark which is something like we, we really Japan. like from Japan from Japan the tentacle rape and everything comes from Japan this is from the same place
7: yeah it's a it's a strange place it's, it's a, a strange great place. World. It's a great just, place just google image search hentai and that's all you need to know about oh, Japan no we <laughs> do <did> not condone <laughs> at all yeah but, uh, it's the views of Dylan Gray, not the views of Belfield FM or affiliated really sponsors. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
7: <laughs> but, uh, definitely not meteor. <laughs> no, definitely not meteor, no, no, no. You know,
0: we've already went to break here, so we're gonna move on to our next topic here, and it's got to do with Power Rangers. You Yay. guys remember the Power
1: Rangers? I remember the Power Rangers well.
0: What did you like about the Power Rangers, Connor?
1: I just loved how ridiculous it was. I mean, I couldn't, like, I didn't know that when I was a child, yeah. obviously. I was watching it and they were falling about the place. For a while I was trying to copy them, you know, doing over-exaggerated <laughs> dance moves to fight, going out, having battles against my brother. But it, it was the whole exaggerated thing, you know, make my monsters
0: grow. That kind of, it, it didn't make any sense at all. That's what I loved about it. Here's the thing about, it not making sense, right? I never understood why it never made sense either. Then I discovered what it actually was. It's actually it was originally a Japanese thing first, called uh, Super Sentai series, right? And the first couple episodes apparently, basically the first series, was all clips from this Japanese show, redone and fitted in. That's why it looks so Japanese because oh. it is. Yeah. And, That makes so much more sense now. And you never see them with their helmet off until the second or third series because they could afford to make their own sets. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's bizarre when you actually peel it. I actually didn't know that. That's really odd. Nobody does, and (laughs) uh, that's because I was like, okay, I need the. I recently found them on FX, the the channel FX. I think it's called something else now, but um, crazy! It's unbelievable because basically all the first series is just Japanese. Thing and then everything, so you never see them with the helmets off. They're the dubbing is really bad, but you never notice it. Mm. And it always looks like they're in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah,
1: how did I never like cop this? Because you know, in the later series, they were always in high school in America.
0: Yeah, it, it's America, but it's not America, it's Tokyo. And then the actual bad guys are all memes from you know, Godzilla. Um, and the whole, yeah. the whole of that series, you know, it, it it really makes all the sense in the world. But the reason why I bring it up is because there's something fantastic that a lot of people don't know about as well. It's called uh, the Power Rangers Rock and Roll Experience.
1: Oh wow, that sounds very good. I remember <laughs> you loving the team
0: songs to Power Rangers. They were always fantastic. The music is always great. Yeah, yeah. And and we're gonna play this co- this uh, track called Combat. So there you go, lads. One of the major reasons why Power Rangers was awesome, but something we didn't think about when we were like, what, seven or eight? Or even younger, four or five. Because it was awesome, but we didn't really know why. And when you go back to it, I think it's a mix of nostalgia. And also the music is awesome. You realize that it is just a Japanese uh, idea, which is also fantastic. Look at Pokemon, for example. Yeah. But uh, what else did you guys like about Power Rangers and why it's awesome rather than, you know, just a... Nostalgia well, trip.
1: It's the same as Transformers earlier. Every good show and every good movie has to have a good toy to go with it if yeah. it's going to rope in young people. Definitely. And the Megazords were the greatest toys you could possibly have. Just putting them all together, you know, you had different Megazords and then each if you combined the whole set, you could build them all into the one big final one that they have at the end. And that was just the be-all and end-all. Because you could save up your money, you could buy different toys different weeks, you could get one for your birthday, you could get one for Christmas, put it all together, have a bit of a collection, and finally make that. And it felt so good just to do that. As well as...
6: Oh, sorry. No, I no, was just saying like, that's exactly what I thought as well. It's yeah. uh, it's, it's really nice. And you, you get this like, oh, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I love putting them together. Like, But uh, I'd say, I don't I think, don't, think I ever had that many Power Rangers toys. I think I had more of the... Um, the Turtles actually Oh, you know, the little Volkswagen uh, the, the, the car you know that shot all the rockets and stuff
0: oh yeah and that was I
6: pretty that. awesome oh, yeah, I, I, was, I,
0: I was a Power Rangers man I have
6: yeah, to say so yeah, was, yeah. so was
0: I Connor I remember like I still have all the toys actually only yeah. have opened the attic now but I had everything even the, the Ultra Sword do you remember the Ultra Sword when you'd get the oh yeah, oh, yeah. and you could put the Dragon Sword on top of oh, it and everything yeah. absolutely awesome and they don't make toys like that anymore even with the Power Rangers nowadays it just seems to be cheaper yeah. than you actually were because you know you would play, lo- play with those toys for, for months yeah, that's, too broken.
2: that's too many. it's too broken
0: and mandated. you could have different <laughs> things and it was just I don't know it was a really really good idea and a really good series and it mm-hmm. rubs people in and Power Rangers is something that I have fond memories of but as I said going back to it you look into it and you're like okay hey, you know, how can I watch this obviously you can buy the DVDs mm-hmm. you can get series 1, 2 and 3 now the box set for under 100 euro and on play wow are just phenomenal something I'll be buying very you recently I wouldn't buy the new stuff though the new stuff is
6: terrible have you seen no. how many different series there is now oh there's loads of they're different they're giving them series. dodgy names like Dino Thunder Time Force uh, <sighs> oh Mystic power or something like that dino thunder what is that like you well know? you know they got, they got to keep them going but <laughs> yeah, yeah. the coolest
0: thing was when i was flicking true fox um i found them or fx mm. and then i went in and i managed to actually find uh the power rangers rock and roll adventure on uh, <laughs> um, the cd mm. and it is one of the best things you can do if you just want to laugh you know ha- get a couple of drinks or whatever sit yeah. there listen to it and you'll just have an absolute great time. Did I buy,
6: like instruments and stuff or something. No, it's like <laughs> it's all the
0: music done by that guy uh, Aaron Waters. All oh, right, but the voice acting is over it, so it's like a whole episode. Yeah, but with all the music, yeah, And the great thing about it is, you, you were subconsciously taking it in when you were younger. Hmm. You didn't realize yeah. it. But then you're like, this sounds really, really familiar. and I also realized the Power Rangers is probably why I like so much stuff from Japan and why I also like metal so much, because I've been listening to it since I was five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's really, really bizarre. But uh, the Power Rangers, so I think we're agreed, it's awesome rather than not.
6: Mm, Pretty rad, all right.
0: But uh, (laughs) I want to talk really quickly before we go to break here and then come back. Um, Do you guys watch the TV show Metarocalypse at all?
6: Oh, with um, it's it's the robot robot chicken or sorry it's the thing from Addle Swim Addle Swim yeah uh, that's Deathlock isn't it Deathlock Oh, yeah right. oh Deathlock so yeah. yeah 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 it's pretty
0: pretty rad no it? I've never seen that huh? you've never seen it no Uh it is what do you think about this oh show? man it's hilarious it, absolutely it, love it it is amazing but your
6: man sounds like uh, George
0: Scorpeware Fisher from Cannibal Corpse well he he. is he meant to be he's meant to be it's supposed to be a parody of death metal yeah and the great thing about it is all the lads like Emperor are always on it always doing voice for it Um, Mm. Mark Hamill does the voice of the manager Um, Kirk Hammett and Jason uh, James Hetfield have been on it Isaac Han from Emperor is always on it you know it's it's basically <laughs> it's basically something that that's always all the metal things, and there's what a man to actually come in at the moment. Our, uh, the host of the School of Heavy Metal Studies wants to weigh in on this. You guys talking about localists. We are,
6: we are, we are. Oh, top quality, best <laughs> program ever, it's isn't it?
0: And you, you, you obviously <laughs> watch it. We're on the third season now. It's my favorite kind of comedy because it's the kind of comedy where everything is taken to ridiculous extremes and blown completely out of proportion. <laughs> and I also love the fact that different things around the world are based in like Burzenburger. Yeah, all the names <laughs> yeah. are based off famous metal bands as well. It's class. It it is fantastic. So death clock, Manning. You haven't seen it. It's uh, from the episode where they um, where Nathan Explosion gets a girlfriend, and it's absolutely hilarious. Basically, all the things. It's it's a parody of what being in a metal band is like, how people perceive metal, and it's you know it's apt for today, basically. I think, but um, yeah. It's one of the memes now that's gone around at the moment, uh, Metalocalypse, and it's on, they're on the third season. Unfortunately, we don't get it over here. I had to buy them on DVD from the states for yeah. a very long time, but you can actually find them online. <laughs> I will definitely check it out, and I, I recommend it to anybody who it, has any interest in metal, ever had an interest in metal, and basically finds the whole being metal, yeah. you know, funny. I think it's comical. Do you like wrestling? Do you like sports entertainment? Do you want to know what's going on backstage and inside the ropes, check out the Rescue International Desk here on 92.5 Phoenix FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. Listen live with myself, Daryl O'Connor, and my co-host, Mr. Brenner. Ruck. Okay, so you're catching us on the podcast and you want to find out, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, the TuneIn app has you covered. That's TuneIn. Just look for Phoenix 92.5 FM and you'll be able to check us out live. Don't forget, if you want to contribute to the conversation, go over to Twitter, Nerd Two No Ninety Two Point Five is our Twitter. That's Nerd Two, the number two. No Ninety Two Point Five is our Twitter for the show. If you want to chime in, you can every Saturday, five pm to six pm here on Phoenix Ninety Two Point Five FM. Now
3: that I like work in that field, lot I'm like, this is really cool. But I want to do like you know commercials and stuff where I can make more money.
0: So.
8: <laughs> Uh, so I'll try to give you the short version, so um, I started playing music from 8th grade. Uh, that, was my, that was my passion and um, I worked as a tennis pro during the summers and one of the members said we have a, a job opening at the recording studio that I own, um, are you interested in working there? And I said this is a great idea, that of course is exactly what I want to be doing. And so they hired me and it was basically a voiceover studio. Um, I was the coffee guy, I took the garbage out. Um, and slowly went from that to being the production assistant, then I was a casting director, then I was the in-house producer, so I produced a lot of the, the commercials that were there, and then I ran the studio for 10 years. And while I was doing that, I was pursuing music. And uh, I would step in and read with actors when people didn't show up for casting uh, uh, sessions, And. Slowly but surely, the clients would say, we like the last guy, but he didn't say his name at the end. We want to use him, and that was me. Um, And at that point, I was offered a a big rock tour to go on. And I thought, what can I do from anywhere? I could be a voice actor, as long as I could have a microphone and find a studio. So I went out on tour. I contacted one of the agents that I had been working with and said, I want to do this. And they were like, great, they signed me. And then I went on tour, did voice acting that way, commercials mostly. And then for kids, which did all the Pokemon stuff like that, they, I was directing myself on a lot of these sort of series as well. Um, they said, We'd like to hire you as a, as a director. Would you come in here and, and, and direct Yu Gi Oh!? So anime was something I grew up watching. Battle of the Planets was my favorite show. Casey Kasem played Mark from G-Force. That was what I watched as a kid in 5th and 6th grade. Um, but I didn't think I was going to do cartoon voiceovers or voiceovers in general. But I mean I do audiobooks and all anything that involves voice is what I do and it made sense as a singer. You know, singing and pitch and inflection are the same thing. So it just made sense. So I fell into it. And of course, that's now, I mean, I'm, I'm humbled by the fact that people actually want to meet me and get my autograph and things for these, these shows, I'm very proud of them, but that was not my passion uh, growing up at all. But it's become, that's my source of income, and yes, the 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 union stuff, it's funny, the union stuff with anime pays the, the littlest bit, um, but with shows like Pokemon and things like that, we all did films, we did major motion pictures, which, you know, I mean... Thank goodness! I bought my house with that. You know, I mean. So there, this has been, uh, you know, blessed. It's a cartoon house. Yes, <laughs> but it's, it's two dimensional. There's a door. <laughs> you go, and if you run into it, it'll fall over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you probably got some of the roles that DC refused because he wants to do hardware commercials. Oh! Different coast people! Oh, a,
8: old school anime, to... the first show was Slayers. If you ever, if you know the series Slayers, I played Gallery on Slayers. That was my first recurring role in anime, so there it is. That's old, old school. I think they still drew that with their hands. The one at the back there?
6: Hi, how you doing? I'm Claire. Uh, my show is the Nerdy Gurdy Wordy Show on and City FM. Um, I have a question about how you, when you go into the booth to create your characters, you're, you you don't have, say, costume, makeup, and and set to help you create. Characters, right. how do you do you Do anything? Do you have any little props? And I suppose the flip side of that then would be for Seth. That when you are dealing with costume and set and prosthetics and things that might be uncomfortable as an actor, so like on one side, no props, no costume, the other, you know, how do you work that as a, as a you know to bring the character to life?
3: Why do you take that one first? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not one of those actors who, who tries to have any real influence over what the costume is going to be or what the, the look is going to be. I you know some actors are very protective of, of that, but I, I I feel very much like it's a collaboration and it's up to me to make it, as long as whatever I'm wearing fits, um, it's up to me to make it work. Um, I The costume that I have for The Walking Dead is exceedingly uncomfortable. Um, the last... Couple of episodes that I had to do, I had to wear these contact lenses, which were exceedingly uncomfortable. Oh, um, spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, are, you know, you can see them. They came out like three or four weeks ago. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> um, uh, But uh, it was trying to. Uh, uh, I guess if if I were to fight against what somebody is trying to give me. To work with, that I'm not being open to the to the material as fully as I could be, and there's something about dressing up. It's one of the first things um, I remember doing when I was a young boy. Is you know when it's dressing up and doing my impersonations of The Godfather and everything else for my family. You know, and I would stick the oranges in my mouth, and I would have all my little props and my little pillow to to accentuate my belly and all that kind of stuff. So whenever I get on a set and I get into costume, it throws me back to the playfulness, the childlike wonder of what it's like uh, uh, to be an actor. And I'm always grateful for it. I don't know that I could work um, in, um, in a vacuum at this point. I don't know that I could, could go to work in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you
8: know, there's, there's two sides of, of, at least with the cartoon stuff, um, for, for me, is I'm either presented with um, the visual, sometimes they'll play the original voice if it's Japanese, and, and of course cultures are different in terms of what we think is funny, what we think, like um, for instance, uh, the Japanese might have a character that's named Tiny, right? And he's got a big voice like this, and that's, you know, or here, you know, Tiny might be the big fat guy, and he has a high voice, so it's like, you know, you go against the type that they might have originally done, um, but then also with things that are sort of prelay. Um, where we record the voices. First we're given sides where we might see a a drawing of the character and a little description of what they're about. So we have something to go on. Um.
0: Well guys we have uh, a lot to get through here today. Uh, Lots of random and weird stuff always happens on the internet so when I was going through making the ads I was like okay let's see what we can talk about here today. And one of the most entertaining things that i came across was a podcast called how did this get made okay. and basically this is by a group of insiders uh, who comes out and just talks about the worst movies ever made and critiques them
9: that sounds like my job but <laughs> <laughs> i work in the next division. so that's what i do all day every day
0: <laughs> <laughs> well okay well let's uh, let's talk about a few of the movies that that they bring up the one i listened to on the way in was sucker punch
2: Ah, yes. Yes. Ah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that movie is absolutely atrocious. (laughs) It's
2: like it gave a 14-year-old, like, 50 pixie sticks and a piece of paper (laughs) to draw us a movie, boy.
9: Uh, (laughs) It is disjointed, I think, is a nice way of saying it.
0: Disjointed, yes, and have you and no- not cohesive? Have you noticed that the ma- <laughs> that the majority of the mo- uh, majority of the movie is either a reference to or full on discussion of rape?
2: Yes, yeah. it was eye candy for sexual offenders. Yeah,
0: basically they go off on a, an absolute huge rant about this. But the biggest offender on this podcast is one Nicholas Cage.
2: Oh, Nicolas Cage. How yeah. can we say about uh, him? You know, some people actually turn down movies. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> but uh, let's spend some time here on Nicolas Cage, because this poor chap. Uh, can I just recommend, Google search Nick Cage as everything. Oh, yeah. You will waste an entire afternoon just seeing some of the best photoshops of your life. Can I also recommend one? There's, I think it's a college humor vid. Yeah. where
9: it's um, Nick Cage is calling his agent and his agent is pitching him ideas and like okay here's like here's an example this is one movie you wouldn't do Schindler's List as an action movie do it <laughs> oh my god oh <laughs> if, if, if my you, god if anyone gets time do look that up I think it's College Humour but it'll be on YouTube
1: we'll post it on our Facebook page yes, sure afterwards yeah, we'll do. post it yeah, on yeah.
9: our
0: Facebook page um, but no okay. he used to
9: be like a good actor
0: that was my point yeah, Rob. but he's only good at losing like his head that's all he's no no, good no, at. no well here's the thing right where do we mark where Nicolas Cage went down?
9: I know his peak was face-off. The Wicker right.
0: Man. And Connor. The Wicker Man. Mm. That and was Connor. bad. Wind Talkers was bad too. Yeah. But The Wicker Man is actually a whole topic for how Did This Get Made? Brocious. And that movie is just horrible. But let's just run down some of the movies he's been in since, you know, the dark days of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> National Treasure. Oh. First
9: one I thought was okay I mean I didn't think it was great But yeah. I just kind of like It was watchable
0: It was watchable yeah. Um The Ant Bully the, seen never seen it The Wicker Man Oh it's mm. terrible World Trade Centre uh, okay. I avoided it
9: Because I, I think it's just Propaganda <laughs> yeah, film
0: yeah. Ghost Rider
9: Yeah I saw that mm. yeah. I, did, I mean I, my expect my expectations Were so low going to see it I think that I kind of thought Oh well maybe it's not As terrible as everyone said
0: National Treasure 2 yeah,
9: That was pretty
0: bad Bangkok Dangerous that, that was terrible Knowing I
9: haven't seen it
0: no. Bad Lieutenant Oh that's, oh, that's brilliant,
8: brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: sorcerer pre- the Sorcerer's Apprentice yeah. Season of the Witch no. Trespass I haven't seen it uh, and then Ghost Rider 2 and there's more basically it goes down the list of more offensive movies Bad,
9: it's, uh, Bad Lieutenant Porta Call is actually like a little silver lining amongst all the crap
0: one
1: thing you have to give him is that he gets to about four or five movies a year it's actually quite impressive yeah, it, it is quite impressive just his work rate the sheer amount of crap that he can turn out <laughs>
2: <laughs> he definitely must not be good with his money though <laughs> no that's the thing I, th- I think the man does have tax
0: problems because how else would you... I know for a
6: fact that his, uh, his son has a heavy metal band. I think he's pumping money into that. That's a big thing. <laughs> but, like, Imagine that. he's
9: not the name he once was. Maybe, how do you know how much he's actually getting a film now? Maybe he's actually not getting, like, a huge amount by Hollywood standards. Yeah. And, like, instead of doing one big job a year, like, say, George Clooney or Brad Pitt would do, maybe he does, like, ten little projects that maybe don't pay as much.
0: But seriously, how do you justify (laughs) Bangkok dangerous?
9: His wife was um, Asian. And I think this is like kind of uh, a, he he fell in love. You remember like he went through the stage where he fell in love with like Elvis memorabilia. So he married Uh, Elvis's daughter. Elvis's daughter. And then he went through a whole Asian culture thing. So he married an Asian woman and made Bangkok dangerous in the process. He actually has a big like, like, he has a big sleeve of like dragons and stuff on his arm. Okay.
2: At least he used to.
0: What about the wicker man?
9: Ooh, I don't know.
2: That was really bad. Drunk? Oh, yeah, he <laughs> must have been on some gear. He for He just that, man. wanted to hit women and get. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's actually, it. That's actually, it, that's actually it. to be to be fair, yeah. right, that movie sucks for the most part of it until the last half an hour when he just goes bonkers. Oh, he's just and he just in a, a bear suit. <laughs> suit. <laughs> he's just he's
6: just he goes,
2: goes and <gasps> digs <laughs> a little gear. <girl>, yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody can make a um, a, com- a compilation of just every instance where he hits a woman, a yeah. woman, oh,
6: it's done.
9: there is. Yeah, one, is yeah. your dizzy
2: rascals, yeah. bonkers. Oh yeah. There's also
9: one very quickly. There actually is a James Bond hitting women one which is actually even better yeah yeah james that, bond yeah. hates women like kind of uh, thing and it's just we'll put that up on youtube as well yeah? we'll put that up on the facebook <laughs> yeah, as, sorry, as well i didn't mean to cut I across did. you there
1: you'd wonder who reads his scripts you know are they sitting there thinking oh an apocalypse movie with a transgender love interest yeah that sounds about right for me
9: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what i want to be
1: involved I, in I, his manager should have been fired about five years ago six years ago
9: well, if you, believe they, uh, if you believe, like I said, the, the agent video from College Humor, it's his agent telling him, just don't. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you can turn them down.
0: You know, okay, as bad as this is, right, have any of you guys ever seen Battlefield Earth?
2: Yes. yes. I think so. Who
0: was know. in that again?
9: That
2: was...
0: This is the movie with, uh, what's his name again? Oh, it uh, escapes me. Battlefielder. Um, oh, I know. I know. John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird. This film. is the, the signed told. This is part of the trilogy that was supposed to happen about the. So, you Ron L. Hubbard. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know the terrible
9: that, writer. Yeah. Absolutely, terrible. this
0: is the only thing that beats. Nicolas Cage For the most Razzies ever won It holds the record For the most Razzies ever I thought
9: ever. Uh, that girl uh, Not that girl That film um, Call Girl Or what was it called I don't know Showgirls Showgirls I thought that is like The record for most Razzies ever won
0: This beats it Really? Yeah Oh wow This beats it because it's just The so director actually
9: turned up To the Razzies to accept His award for that year
0: Well you would Yeah You would you But
9: would. most of them don't I mean Sandra Bullock Also turned up for it Because she won The same year she won The Oscar for The Blind Side she turned up and accepted her Razzie for Worst Actress in All About Steve. That was a horrible
0: movie.
6: Yes, the only good movie. film what she was in was probably Demolition Man or Demolition Man. What a movie! That's uh, a
0: great film. A it movie.
9: predicted Schwarzenegger's rise in politics. It, it, did. Did. it, it did. did. It did. Oh it did. My God. <laughs> it still might happen, by the way.
0: Yeah, he may actually do it. Yeah, <laughs> he may actually do it. But Demolition Man, have I just want to go do a quick roundtable here? Who has seen Demolition Man here? Yeah. I have. Yeah. I haven't. Afraid I haven't. Oh god! You have to see it. Though. You have to see it, yeah. Corey and Connor, man. It's you guys have to see it. Uh, Wesley it's Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Tell me <laughs> one thing. He, his kicks are phenomenal. Yeah, he beats the you know what out of that window. Yeah, yeah he it does. He really does. <laughs> it's awesome. Bringing it back
9: very quickly. What? What? Did they reach a conclusion about why he does?
0: They were too busy freaking out and cursing about Can't. how bad uh, the wicker man was and like how other moves did. are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what's minus basically. the cursing. Minus the cursing. <laughs> minus the cursing. <laughs> but um. I don't know, I think that's going to wrap up that part of the segment, okay, but okay. but uh, i want going to... Because h-
9: that could last just forever.
0: That could last forever, yeah, and you know, it, it is too much fun to have. No
5: one can never take that away from you, but after The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Bangkok Dangerous, Knowing, Ghostwriter, Next, Wicker Man, you need to be a little bit more selective about your films, Nicky. Selective, Gary? Alright, for example, this just came in today, I've got it right here. You'd be playing a prisoner who asks if he could leave, and the warden says yes. And then I leave? Yeah, that's it. Not a very interesting story. So this is the kind of picture you shouldn't be doing. I'm in. What'd you say? I said I'm in. I'm gonna let that one slide, Nick, but your reputation is at stake. You have to be a little bit more discerning. I like being in movies, Gary. I know that you do, but you have to say no to some of them. Like this new one where the hero is a Nazi who can only speak in adverbs. Let's do it. Wait, no, Nick, come on. Now, I want you to think hard about this, okay? You'd be playing Superman. I love it. Let me finish. Superman's cat. You'd be playing Superman's cat. I love it, Gary. And everyone on this bus is vomiting, except for your character, who has diarrhea. Count me in. A raunchy teen sex comedy shot entirely from the waist down. Absolutely. This one is literally a documentary about dandruff, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, perfect. An astronaut gets lost in space, and his body implodes... Except for his ass, which maintains consciousness and must find its way back to the ship. Brilliant. Oscar Schindler is not an action hero. He is now. People do not want to see an all-white remake of the color purple. Sucks for them. In a world where one man's coal is a black hole, we yep. jack-o'-lantern comes to life, makes itself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and becomes inanimate again. Hell yeah! A lawyer wakes up with his where his dick used to be. Cheech Marin has the voice from the writer of space. No! Great, Nick. We'll pass on this. We'll get you something better with... Sorry, the- my dog was eating my shoelace. Whatever you just said, I'm in. It's the same action movie they just changed the title to. To Kill a Mockingbird retold so that the black guy really did rape that woman. Why are you doing this? What is wrong with you? You're a madman! All right, listen. This one is a career render. You play a guy who can communicate with dolphins and uses this power to hunt them. Yes! It's a silent movie. Yes! There's a scene in it where you have real, actual sex with a puppy. Yes, yes, yes. And it's not going to be shot on film. It's going to be shot on Fruit by the Foot. Yes, 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 yes. Nicholas, I'm making this one up. I'm making it up. You can't say yes to it because it doesn't f***ing exist. Well, huh, let's get Bruckheimer on the <laughs> then. No, no, Nick, I quit. You're a tasteless. What? A tasteless.
0: You can see how upset you can get when you're Nicholas K's agent. <laughs>
2: yeah. Nicholas Cage Here's is a good one Nick Cage as Johnny Cage From Mortal Kombat <laughs> That's really good oh, that's Actually what
0: well, you are talking about it here Nick Nick Cage as everyone That is a fantastic Just a fantastic vlog <laughs> here And it is on our UCD And main page There's UCD as a panda As Captain Planet I oh, um, particularly like Nick Cage as pregnant Demi Moore <laughs> <laughs> I like Nicolas Cage as the Silver Surfer personally because I could see that happening.
9: Didn't you know that Nick? Did you know that Nick Cage was actually meant to be cast as Superman when Tim Burton was going to direct Superman? Tim
2: Burton was going to direct Superman. Ke- yeah, in the Kevin Smith written version. Yeah, Kevin mm. Smith
9: written version, directed by t- um, uh, who did I just say? Uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it was going to be um, Nicholas Cage, but he wasn't going to have a cape. He couldn't wear the Superman symbol, <laughs> and it, he couldn't fly. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to fly.
2: Well, so what? Well, he was going to be a crack. The producer I, was a mental case. John Peters, the that. producer, and I quote, the reason he, that the, he told Kevin Smith that he couldn't wear the uh, red, uh, red and blue suit, and he had to wear a black leather suit, and this is, this is a direct quote, because the uh, traditional Superman outfit looked too faggy.
6: Wait,
2: wait, wait wait, no. wait, 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 wait,
6: wait, wait,
1: That, like wait. A Corey, that, that
2: that's Co- I will post hand. I will post the Kevin Smith interview on the no, Facebook page no. now. That is no, oh, that's a lie. But well,
9: John can, Peters, oh sorry. Go oh, ahead. did you want to tell the end? No, 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 you
2: go first. Okay, basically, the next uh the reason uh, Kevin Smith pulled out of the project is because Tim Burton was going to bring on his own people. That's the official reason. The actual reason is that he he wanted the ending to be written where Superman fights a gigantic spider. Oh my god, oh, I've, heard see, yeah, I've heard this spider. before! A gigantic spider. i heard And then
0: what happens, maybe two years <laughs> later on, Wild Wild West yeah, comes was, out. Produced awesome. by <laughs> John Peters. Oh my god.
9: Who was, started out his career by being Barbara Streisand's hairstylist. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God. Then he ended up a Hollywood producer. That was a
6: terrible film, I I didn't like that film. The Go Away, Go West. Wild Wild West. Yeah, I did not like that
0: one. Yes. Like Ken Branagh. Though. Yet the yeah. Superman suit is too foggy. Oh.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: He also wanted uh, Lex oh, Luthor and- to get into a fight with polar bears as a tie-in for Coca-Cola. No,
9: yeah. oh. Uh. oh, and he wanted, um, what, was the, what was the bad guy in it's going to be called? It, who was it? It was um, Brain. Ane, no, not Brain. I, I can't remember. He wanted the bad guy in the Superman film to have a pet dog so that you yeah. can merchandise it. Like Chewbacca? Yeah, basically.
2: Well. And also, a um, ho- he wanted Superman to have a homosexual robot sidekick, also like Superman, s- also Mal like Star Rats. Wars.
9: John Peters had seen *Mallrats*, and I can't remember the character's name, but there was a gay African American in it. It goes something like
2: that. would Be perfect.
0: For no, me. that was in *Chase and Amy*. Oh, that that Amy. was um, not Holden. Uh, Whitey, Whitey
2: hating coon.
0: Whitey hating coon. Whitey, yeah, Whitey, Whitey, it was. Hating that that was the comic book. I'm trying to think of his name now. Um, Cooper.
9: Yeah, but that's, that's who you allu- like. Oh, we need someone like that for our movie. Let's make
0: him a robot. And speaking of which, Ke- Kevin Smith is playing Vicker Street tonight.
9: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. there you go. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's listening. Likely, he's in a taxi right now, Listen. and the taxi driver is accidentally tuned in to one hundred seven
2: point eight, and yeah. he's just listening right now. If that's the case, uh, I'm a massive fan, Mister S- Mister Smith.
9: I love Dogma. I thought Dogma was
2: perfect. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. But get this, get this for logic on my
0: part. Had a ticket, sold the ticket, want a ticket now. <laughs> <laughs> was it when you tick- sold
9: the ticket you needed money?
0: I didn't need the money, I just sold the ticket. Oh. no, I don't get it. I right? don't get it either. Well, that's up your mind. Yeah, I know, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy.
9: Jason Mew's going to be there as well. Yes. Oh, the two well, I wouldn't have sold the ticket then.
0: I know, that, it was silly. It was very silly on my part. Matt
9: Damon or Ben Affleck? Not I definitely. don't think so. All right, so.
0: They barely <laughs> wanted to be in Jay and Bob straight back.
9: Why did they? I mean... What was the, I don't understand I, if, again Mr. Smith if you're listening I don't want to cause well, ben Affleck. why do they keep coming back and doing his movies
0: well Ben Affleck actually looks at the camera and goes sometimes you have to do your friend's movie because you owe him um,
2: yeah but um, uh, that was chasing A uh, famous story is basically that Kevin Smith uh, pretty much started both of their careers which to an extent is true because Matt Damon is in Mallrats as the as the security guard yes and Ben Affleck is in Mallrats is. as the creepy manager it's true. It's yeah, true.
9: No one else from those films really launched their careers apart from Kevin Smith.
2: Uh, also um, oh, I forget Jason Lee from My Name Is Earl. Oh, yes, sorry. Jason Lee. That is very was he, he was very a true. professional skateboarder before that.
9: Really?
2: Yeah. No way. Yes, he was a I professional skateboarder and he worked for uh, Oh, I always forget his name. Um I read I read his autobiography. Um, was was it a skater, was it? Yes, he was a professional. Station Peralta. Peralta? No, he was the Best technical skateboarder in the world. Oh no, I can't remember. Exactly yeah. um, Bergmanst. Yeah. no, Berkmanst? no, that's no. the best vert skater.
6: Oh, uh, Mike Vallely. No, no, he's no, he's, a street oh, he's old skater. school. He's
2: old school. Uh, this guy is about. very old school. I'll look him up. Yeah, I do so.
0: And here's the thing as well. You know, he's actually a Scientologist.
2: Yes, yeah,
0: which is unbelievable. So is the
2: other guy who plays his brother? Rodney Mullen. Mullen. Rodney ah, Mullen. Rodney yeah, Mullen. Ah, yeah, he so is a legend. He is. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He was a professional skateboarder before he became. Um an actor. An actor. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, uh
9: <sighs> I've lost track now. Yeah, so you are you still looking are you hopeful of getting a ticket now for tonight?
0: There are tickets still on sale on Ticketmaster, so I, I don't really I do want to go, but I've already committed much. to Uh they're like forty quid, aren't they, Corey? Mm.
2: They are. There's thirty nine like uh, pound, or euro sorry I was oh. about to pound. say great British pound, pound. pound. the, the but, Queen's pound and then pound. The, of course Ticketmaster puts their own slice of charge on top For of, sure, of I was worried there
9: because I thought maybe the euro and the pound had gone one to one which would have been very worrying
2: <laughs> and I think on that Massive note
9: inflation. I
0: think on that note guys do li- do go to uh, Kevin Smith tonight like, you can still get tickets and you know even check out his movies I have I actually do have stuff signed <laughs> by Kevin Smith anyway and the movie actually that Jeff Anderson wrote um, of course the guy who played Randall um, now you know that's a very good movie, it's a very very good movie produced by Kevin Smith, and it's worth actually checking out. But um, maybe we should have a, a meme of the week. What do you have in mind? Forever alone. I think the forever alone meme suits today perfectly. <laughs> forever alone. alone. I like yeah. it. I like it. It's pretty good. It's theory. pretty good. So meme of the week. That's actually a good idea. So Connor, thank you for coming on. And you know, you're welcome back. You're welcome. Thank back. you. I might come back there you go because Rob has disappeared I don't know where Rob actually is
6: so he's in another dimension he's probably probably listening to his heavy metal right now
0: as we speak (laughs) uh, Jan also want to thank you for coming on of course he is my co-host on D15 today Phoenix FM
6: cheers thanks very much for having me on this has really been cool
0: go plug it away (laughs) thanks for having us (laughs) no worries but the first uh, the final song actually is kind of funny you know it's by a band called the Donnas have you guys ever heard the Donnas I have yeah they are a great band Now, I don't care what you say about women in rock. This tune is epic. So with that said, I'm going to hit this. And until next week.